This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 493, Why is Talking About Money More Taboo Than Sex? by Michelle Schroeder-Gardner of makingsenseofsense.com. And I'm your narrator, Dan. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're all having a great week out there. And maybe you've got some ideas for us. You listen to our show each and every day, and I'm sure there are some topics you'd like to hear us cover. So share those with us. Uh, Come share them at oldpodcast.com. Let us know what you're thinking about. And don't forget, we have five shows where we read blogs to you for free. It's not just this one. And to find all of them, just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this show. But for now, let's get to our post as we optimize your life. Why is talking about money more taboo than sex? By Michelle Schroeder-Gardner of makingsenseofsense.com. It seems like many people think that talking about money is more taboo than talking about sex or politics. Recently, I was on Facebook and someone I know asked their friends how much money they were saving each month. Seemed like a pretty harmless question. They explained that they were asking for real numbers because they just began saving themselves and simply wanted to talk with others about saving money. Then someone commented with something like, sharing actual numbers is disgusting. Use percentages if you must. The conversation continued, others chimed in, and it became clear that openly talking about money made some people pretty angry. There was an overwhelming amount of people who said the whole conversation was tacky and that money should not be discussed ever. Why does talking about money have to be so secretive? Is it really that tacky? Having a financial blog means I get some interesting emails about this sort of thing, some from people who think it's crazy that I publish income reports and talk about money so openly. So I'm very aware of the stigma that comes with talking about money. In fact, according to a survey conducted by Ally Bank, 70% of Americans think that it's rude to talk about money. Respondents said they were more likely to disclose their income, 39%, over savings, 30%, or debt, 29%, to family and friends. And it doesn't end there. People don't like to talk about how much they pay in rent, their monthly mortgage payment, or even how much they spend on internet service. Why does your internet bill have to be so secretive? Talking about money is even seen as taboo among close family members, even among married couples. According to a survey done by Fidelity, 43% of respondents don't know how much their partner earns, and 36% are unaware of the amount they have invested. Here's one last interesting study that I'd like to bring up. University College London found that people were seven times more likely to talk to a stranger about sex, affairs, and sexually transmitted diseases than discussing their salary. You tell a stranger that you have an STD rather than tell them how much you make? This is just crazy. I think we should all be more open about money. Money is a topic that influences all of our lives, whether we want to believe it or not. Here is why more people should start talking about money. Talking about money can help you. If you're someone that feels money talk is taboo, then it may be difficult to understand how openly talking about money can really help you out. If you aren't talking about money, you may not know how much of a raise to ask for, how to negotiate for the best salary, the average selling price for houses, what you should be paying in rent, and whether or not your expenses, like utilities, phone, insurance, etc., are normal or unusually high. And more than anything, without talking about money, it would be hard to realize that you need to improve your financial situation. Many people don't like talking about money because it becomes too real. They may even feel shame about their financial mistakes, or they may feel that they aren't doing as well as others. Well, you're never going to do any better if you aren't aware of your financial situation. Being in the dark isn't going to help anyone. It might actually hold you back because you're just taking a random guess at everything. However, if you know things, like the average salary for a person in your position, you'll be able to use that information to your benefit. It can help you negotiate a raise and start earning more. 
Also, by knowing how much a person is paying for rent or even car insurance, you'll know if you're paying too much. This can help you make changes that will allow you to start saving more money. The list goes on and on. Knowledge is power, and knowing more about money will help you. Knowing your family's finances is important. If you take anything out of this article, it should be that fully understanding your family's financial situation is a must. There are many financial horror stories where one spouse doesn't realize the other has hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt, or one spouse thinks the family is financially sound, when in reality, the truth is the exact opposite. I've heard so many people say that they have no idea what their monthly mortgage or rent payment is. They don't know how much they're putting towards retirement and so on. Even more shocking, some are completely unaware of how much debt they have and can't even estimate how much they owe. Or if they do make a guess, their spouse blurts out how wrong they are. Sadly, this is surprisingly common. A family who has regular money talks and budget meetings is more likely to be financially successful and happier than a family that doesn't. There are many ways for these talks to help you and your family. Number one, you can work together and succeed. If you are both putting effort towards your financial goals, you can tackle them as a team and are much more likely to have a positive outcome. Two, a lack of money communication can lead to financial infidelity. According to an article on Forbes, 20% of those in the US keep financial secrets and 7% of people between the ages of 18 to 49 have a secret bank account or a secret credit card they keep from their partner. Three, Knowing your financial situation will help you keep a budget. Understanding your financial situation means you can create and keep a budget that works for you. You will know more about the amount of money you're spending, whether you are living paycheck to paycheck and more. Four, being aware may prevent everything from falling on one person. Everyone should be aware of their financial situation. It's not fair for one person to manage it all and you would be in for a rude awakening if something were to happen to that person. Five, being involved can help you with your family's goals. It would be quite difficult for a person to work towards their family's financial goals if they weren't aware of their financial situation. Being involved can help keep you motivated and know what's going on. Six, regular money talks can lead to less fighting. When you are open about money in your relationship, you are less likely to have financial surprises and money fights. This is because conducting regular money talks and budget meetings means you will both be aware of what's going on. Talking about money doesn't have to be awkward. You shouldn't be afraid to have money talks with friends and family. It doesn't have to be awkward, and you can talk about money in a way that helps everyone. Here are a few suggestions for talking about money with your family and friends. Talk about your financial goals and why you wanna reach them. Share how much debt you have and how you're trying to change it. If you know a great way to save money, share it with others. And brainstorm ideas for making more money. There are many ways you can start talking about money with others in your life, and it can really help out everyone involved. You just listened to the post titled, Why is Talking About Money More Taboo Than Sex? by Michelle Schroeder-Gardner of makingsenseofsense.com. It's no secret that something always comes up when you're running a small business. It's time to take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business, automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment. Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts. You get the idea. 
With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto. 94. Here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com slash OFD. Again, that's gusto.com slash OFD. I'm telling you, you're gonna love Gusto. Get started today. And I'm gonna keep this wrap up nice and short for you today, but don't forget that you can hear a bunch of other blogs being narrated to you for free on our other four shows. We've got five shows in all in our podcast network. To find those shows, just search for Optimal Living Daily in the podcast app of your choice or on Spotify, and make sure you hit subscribe to get new episodes sent to you automatically. That's gonna do it for today. Thank you all so much for being here, as always, and I'll see you in the Thursday show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.